Welcome back to Warrior Talk, the voice of Little Rock Christian Academy, a.k.a. Warriorville. This is Gary Arnold, your host and your head of school. You know, every week we want to grab about 10 minutes of your time to share an insight on school, education, parenting, and building community in the grace and truth of Jesus. For the past couple of weeks, we've had a racial conversation with Mr. Moran King, one of our assistant principals in the high school. We hope you've had a chance to listen to this conversation, and we hope that it's intrigued you and made you even more curious to understand principles for racial shalom, particularly here in Little Rock Christian Academy. And again, I want to extend the offer that if you're a school parent and you're listening to this podcast, and if you would like a complimentary copy of The Third Option, a book by Miles McPherson, a pastor from the San Diego area, we'd be glad to provide you with that. Because this book is turning into a roadmap for our faculty and staff and board and soon our upper school body. This week, I wanted to bring Dr. Justin Smith into the conversation so he can set the groundwork for next steps. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Smith. I can see how the Lord is using you to build us up in this area. So I guess I wanted to ask you right off the bat, what's been your biggest takeaway from the third option? What struck you as particularly relevant to Little Rock Christian Academy? The biggest takeaway from the third option training and the third option book for me was how Pastor Miles McPherson spoke about racism. So this is what he said. He said that before racism is a political issue, before racism is a cultural issue, racism is a spiritual issue. And so he goes on to define racism um, with this definition in mind, that the image of God in me is superior to the image of God in you. When you think about that, you think about the doctrine of the Imago Dei, that all are made in God's image, that racism at its heart would be spiritual because it is one saying, the image of God in me or my identity is superior to your identity. And we find our identity in Christ. And so this is connected to spirituality. This is connected to the doctrine of the Imago Dei. This is connected to a biblical worldview. We are a biblical worldview school here at Little Rock Christian Academy. And our students, they study worldviews, and and they're trained to think in Christian categories. When we think about the various worldviews that our students are studying, we consider a starting point for racial reconciliation. If we're wanting to lead towards shalom, which is the the biblical word word for peace, the starting point matters. A theistic worldview would say, or theo as in God, so theistic worldview, a God-centered worldview, would, would say that we're created equal. We're all made with the image of God, endowed by our creator. Yet the materialistic or naturalistic or even secular worldview would have more of a perspective on survival of the fittest, that, that there's no room for human or civil rights. When you think about, when you trace that back to its starting point, a naturalistic or a materialistic worldview, the notion is survival of the fittest. And so if there is any sort of notion for human rights or civil rights, it would really just be a social construct not rooted in truth. And so it draws me right back to this idea that the only way to effectively eradicate or crush racism is from a biblical worldview. As we look down the road, what do you want our high school to experience from this experience together? What would be your hope? 
I want for our students to experience the third option uh, in Miles McPherson's teaching in a really applicable and practical way, as well as a, a theological way. So I want our students to, to practice having conversations around the topic of race in, in the way that Miles McPherson defines racism. You know, our students, they, they sort of have a narrow, all, all students, all teenagers, they have this narrow view on the topic of diversity. And, and our students don't know what to do or how to respond or what action to take, though they want to. Many of our students, this is a burden that they carry, not knowing how to respond, but knowing that they're called to respond. And so what we learn in the teachings of the third option is that there are these in-groups and out-groups. And so our students, when I think about it, our students aren't quite comfortable with out-groups, so they end up sticking with their in-group. And so one of the experiences that I want our students to um, to have is to, to identify that they, they too have in-group and out-groups and the hurt that can be caused from in-groups and out-groups. They're not all bad. We all have in-groups and out-groups, things that we uh, identify with uh, in terms of athletics or academics or arts or things that we're interested in. But to be able to push those boundaries out a little bit and to include others from our out-group into our in-group. So I want them to have practice with that, but I want them to do it in a safe environment. I want them to do it in an environment that is small and discussion-based, and so it will be um, sort of like Harkness discussions in their advisory. And so the, the next question that you might have is like, how do we roll this out? We already have the model in place. From the beginning of the school year, we created advisory groups. We've developed a warrior way curriculum and in that curriculum, it's a, it's a discipleship training that uh, we've engaged with our students for six months now, and we will continue to do that in the spring. We're going to take a six-week deep dive, a, a six-week study on the third option with our students, and so our teachers are ready to go. We have uh, videos from Miles McPherson, and we have discussion questions and reflection opportunities and note-taking guides, and so we will be walking with our students multiple times a week, two or three times a week. Uh, for a six-week session beginning in February. It's an exciting time for our high school students to, to learn how to have conversations around race, about racism, and what it means to be a Christian, thinking Christianly about this topic. I can tell you that I've seen the Lord pave the way in this initiative from the very beginning. In fact, you know Miles McPherson personally. And it's a beautiful story how God has woven this together to bring us to where we are. Why don't you tell us that story? Dr. Arnold, you are right. The Lord paved the way from the beginning. I have a personal connection to Pastor Miles McPherson. When I, when I was 17 years old, I gave my life to the Lord. I grew up in a Christian home, but when I was 17, I, w- I realized that I was, I was an acquaintance, um, but I didn't know the Lord. He wasn't my Savior. So I submitted my life to Him grateful for the gift of salvation at 17 years old. It was just weeks before I went off to college. I didn't know how to build Christian community, but I did know that I needed to get plugged into a church. And so during my freshman year, I heard some guys in my dorm uh, talking about a church they were attending. And um, they were a couple of skater surfer guys. And I thought, oh, these guys are going to church. I'd like to check out where they're going. And it was a church on a different college campus in San Diego. I was at the University of San Diego, and this was at, held at San Diego State University. It was called The Rock Church. And so I went, and I loved it. Pastor Miles McPherson started this ministry in San Diego. He was a former NFL player, a defensive back for the San Diego Chargers. From the Bronx, hilarious pastor, so engaging, really brought the word to life. And so I started going to church there. 
fast forward a couple of years, I met my now wife, Amanda, and we were dating. And early on in our relationship, I took her to church. And it was the first time she'd ever been in a church like this. And she couldn't believe the music, the worship. She couldn't believe the teachings, um, how funny and engaging this pastor was. And three weeks later, she gave her life to the Lord. And so Pastor Miles McPherson led my wife to the Lord, and we are indebted to him uh, eternally. In 2018, Amanda and I saw that Pastor Miles McPherson had released this book called The Third Option, Hope for a Racially Divided Nation, and we ordered a copy, eager to dig into this topic. And as I was reading, I realized that this would also be a good book for others on the leadership team here. So I bought a copy for Dr. Arnold, as well as our assistant principals, and we spent time in 2018 reading this title and digging into The Third Option. Moved out to this summer, and Dr. Arnold was contacted by a friend of his who is a head of school out in San Diego, talked about this pilot study with the third option and Miles McPherson's ministry, and Dr. Arnold was able to respond saying, hey, I have the book sitting right here on my bookshelf. We've been reading it. And they contacted us because they thought we would be a good school to help pilot it. So this fall, 15 of us in leadership and faculty went through this, uh, this six-session workshop, and at the end of it, all of us agreed that this would be a phenomenal tool for us to use with our teachers and our students. Pastor Miles McPherson's message on similarity training, racial reconciliation, racial consultations, in-group, out-groups, blind spots, all of this aligns really well with the mission of Little Rock Christian Academy. Thank you, Dr. Smith. I'm excited about what's ahead. Way back last summer, we said that our goal in all this was unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. The words taken right out of Ephesians chapter 4. So as we talk about this, certain buzzwords or catchphrases will come to the surface, and we don't want anybody to be distracted by that or turned off by that or bored by that. All the buzzwords, or rather I should say, Useful expressions mean something. Kingdom unity and diversity, racial shalom, racial conversation, racial consultation, in and out groups, blind spots, and so many other phrases. I hope that you'll be able to read the third option with us and learn more about this hope for a racially divided world and participate in your children's understanding of what it means to be one in Christ. So until we talk again, go in peace and go Warriors. Warriors.